Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now get 20% below MSRP for an average of $15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. 11 to 1 with Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kings Court. Visit our showrooms or check out our new website, gilmores.ie, to see the amazing 222 range of Mercedes-Benz cars or our huge selection of used Mercedes-Benz vehicles. Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kings Court, the best in motoring here for you. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. This is LMFM's 11 to 1. Sinead Brazel here with you. Good morning. Hope you're keeping well. You can get in touch with me. WhatsApp and text lines are open. 086-1800-658. Frank and Walters kicking us off this morning. Sinead Brazel here with you. Hope you're keeping well. It's great to be back. It's nice to be back in the hot seat again. Want to thank Paul McKenna for stepping in, keeping the show on the road the last couple of days. But it's nice to be back because the children are off. Oh, they're off on the school holidays and it's effort, isn't it? There's a lot of effort that goes into, you know, school holidays and children. And, you know, there's a lot of sort of pressure on parents to be fun and do things that are interesting and entertain them. So you won't hear the dreaded words, I'm bored. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily, I do. Luckily, I didn't hear that over the next few days. But we were kept entertained. We were. Uh, so I am exhausted, really, is <laughs> what I'm saying to you. But I'm glad to be back sitting in uh, the show today. Um, what did happen over the weekend was lovely. I had my first experience of pride. And people who follow me on Instagram will see all the images and things that I posted there. Um, we travelled up to Dublin for the pride festivities and the parade and... Not only was it my first Pride parade and experience, but I was in it. I was in the Pride parade. How did I end up in there? You might wonder. Well, my colleagues from FM 104 had put together, um, I suppose, well, they wanted to march and walk and they had a couple of cars and they had a really gorgeous rainbow coloured car in there as well. And they extended the invitation. So, of course, I went up there and um, it was just good vibes, vibrant colour, bonding with strangers and making friends. It was brilliant. And I think I kind of didn't expect the huge numbers of people that was, was were going to be there for it. But it was huge. It was huge. And um, it really, I think, you know, it was kind of on a par with the amount of people that you would see at the St. Patrick's Day uh, parade. It was just absolutely thronged, which was great. And I brought my daughter with me. It was her uh, first experience of Pride as well. And she just was in her element. And there was so many conversations as well with people 
like that I kind of met randomly like at different points uh, through the whole thing about kind of you know their their own experiences of, of you know being LGBTQ and their coming out experience as well they shared with me and a lot of it was really really positive which were great it was, was really great to hear that but obviously as well there was, was some difficult stories as well about people not being accepted which, which were heard you know so that really kind of opened my eyes to, to other people's experiences of that and, and it really made me feel grateful because you know, my kids are now grown up in a world where there is a lot more acceptance and that's, you know, only going to be a good thing. But it was just, it was wonderful. I highly recommend going. Oh, I highly recommend it. And we're going to have our own festivities here in Drogheda in the next couple of weeks. We will keep you updated on all of that. But it's just lovely. There's such an outpouring of love and colour and vibrancy and friendship. It was really lovely. Absolutely brilliant. Um, so well done. Well done to the organisers of that because, oh my God, the amount of work. I can only imagine that goes into something like that. But it was absolutely brilliant. And I did, I did get to um, sit in the FM 104 car, which was pretty cool. But don't worry, don't worry. I am very much team LMFM. There's no chance of me moving from where I am. Don't worry about any of that. But it was good crack to kind of get to, to meet colleagues of mine because they're all part of the, the one the one group and stuff. So that was really, really lovely and just a great overall experience for us, which was nice. But what I did experience was, oh my God, the prices of things. I mean, seriously, I know I don't. I, we went for dinner. Now, literally, we got a main course. It was kind of lunch dinner. Like it was kind of, you know, we'd walked that morning and we'd kind of had our breakfast and we didn't get to eat, say, till about maybe it was about four o'clock. So it was kind of like early evening and we were just, you know, starving at that point. So anything would have done. But we did get and it was a gorgeous meal. And I'm talking just two main courses and two Cokes. 52 euro. I mean, seriously, 52 euro, huge. And they start putting the, the, the service charge on drinks and everything now as well. So that was like, OK, eat up and go kind of thing. But um, yeah, yeah, prices have gone up massively. Wasn't expecting to be paying 52 quid for just two main courses and, and two drinks. I mean, that to me now is very, very pricey. And I know it's Dublin, so it's a little bit pricier again as well. So, yeah, that was something I, you know, left a little bit of a, a bitter taste in the mouth, has to be said, to be spending that money. But overall, a great experience of pride. Now, we are going to be talking pretty much movies today uh, on the programme because not only are we very excited about our special screening on Saturday in Omniplex Cinema? I'm going to tell you all about that. But I'm going to be chatting very shortly to a filmmaker from Trim. He has made a powerful short movie. It's called The Passenger and it's all around uh, the stigma and tackling kind of very much the stigma to do with men not opening up about mental health. It's brilliant. It's such a good movie. It's only about 10 minutes long but it says so much and it communicates so much in the 10 minutes. So we're going to be chatting to Jared Gormley. He's the man behind that movie very very shortly but first back to the music that song with Tom Hanks mate and the words absolutely brilliant Carly Rae Jepsen I really like you on LMFM's 11 to 1 now this is very good and I know we were all disgusted recently about the fact that Drogheda was top of the list in terms of being the dirtiest most litter strewn town and uh, this coming Thursday Drogheda and District Chamber President Robert Murray is inviting local business owners and managers to join him for a short online discussion on how local businesses can work together to help 
help improve the cleanliness of Drogheda's town centre. Much needed. So the event starts at 1.30 and if you're interested in participating you can contact the Drogheda Chamber, specifically Brenda there, okay? So she's Brenda at drogheda.chamber.ie or you can check out the website drogheda.chamber.ie and I think it is very much needed and anyone interested in that definitely get your spoke in there. That's happening this Thursday. That's tomorrow. So at 1.30pm. So drawthechamber.ie for all of the details. We are very excited this week because we've teamed up with Omniplex Cinemas. Myself and Niall are taking over a cinema. We want you to come with us on this epic journey to Omniplex Cinema. I'm going to tell you all about the details of our brilliant competition just after these. 11 to 1. This is something that myself and Niall have wanted for a long time. We are finally getting to take over cinema screening in Omniplex Cinemas and we want you to come along with us. We do. Yes, we've teamed up with Omniplex Cinemas for an exclusive screening of Minions, The Rise of Gru and it's all to celebrate Omniplex Deluxe Venue in Drada's second birthday that's happening on Saturday, July 2nd. We are so excited about this. We want you and the family to come along and see this movie with us in the comfort of the cinema. It's a four screen cinema featuring laser projection, Dolby digital surround sound, fully electric reclining seats in every screen for a cinema experience like no other. So Minions, The Rise of Gru, it's opening. So opens on Friday, but the screening is going to be on Saturday. Okay, so Saturday the 2nd is the screening at 11am in the Omniplex in Drogheda. All you have to do is listen out for the Gru cue, which I love. Uh, so you'll, you'll know the voice of Gru from the Minions movies, okay? You know what he sounds like. A little bit later on in the show, at some point in the show, I'm going to play the sound of Gru talking. And all you have to do is WhatsApp or text me in your details to 86 658 It's as simple as that. I'm going to pick a couple of winners. We have basically the ticket, right? So there's a ticket, but it's for a family of four. So it's four tickets all together, let's say. You get your popcorn as well and your drink. I mean, like, really, this is going to be a great day out. All happening July 2nd. Omniplex.ie for full details as well, by the way, of their screenings and showtimes and all the rest. They're showing everything there, even the new Elvis movie and the whole lot. So listen out for our Gru Q later on in the show. Once you hear Gru talking, WhatsApp and text me in 86 658 and you and the family could be going along to see Minions The Rise of Gru on Saturday July 2nd so stay tuned for that Hello I'm Harry no. The Best Mix on LMFM Oh, I love it. I love it. I would play it on repeat as it was. Harry Styles uh, getting in touch there uh, on 086 1800 658. I was talking about the price of me dinner in Dublin. 52 euro for just two main courses and two uh, Cokes. Hi Sinead, we certainly are pricing ourselves out of the tourist market. Just back from Malaga, upmarket restaurant. Four adults, two children, three course, really beautiful dinner, including drinks. Two fillet steaks, 96 euro for the whole shebang. Oh, come on. That's great value. And you're talking about an upmarket restaurant. Four adults, two children, three courses, including the fillet steaks, 96 euro. Oh my God. That is really, really good value. And there's me with me two main courses and two Cokes for 52 in Dublin. What's going on? What, like, how is it so bad here? What, I, like, I mean, I, I know how inflation works, but my goodness me, this is craziness. Um, if you've experienced anything like this, let us know as well. 086 658 uh, Otherwise, I'm away to look up flights to Malaga. 
with Illuminate on LMFM's 11 to 1. My first guest is trying to shine a big light on mental health issues with his film. It's a short film called The Passenger. Watched it last night. It's only 10 minutes long and it's so, so powerful. We're going to be chatting to the man behind it. He's the writer and producer of this. We're going to chat to Jared Gormley just after the break. 11 to 1. Two men sit in a quiet cafe early in the morning and after some small talk about their activity the night before, the first man tries desperately to open up about how he's feeling. It's a scene that could be taken place in many coffee shops, pubs, homes and cars around the country and it's the opening scene from a short film called The Passenger which tackles the stigma that is still attached to men discussing mental health issues. This powerful short film was written and produced by trim filmmaker Jared Gormley who feels passionate about opening up more discussion around mental health and he joins me on the line now. How are you doing, Jared? Hi, Sinead. Thanks very much for having me on the show. Really oh. appreciate it. Oh, thank you so much for reaching out and sending me your, your film because it's just so, so powerful. Just to get straight into it because I've so yeah. much to chat to you about on this. There's there's a line in the movie that's just so powerful. The character Tommy says uh, to try to describe kind of what's going on with him. And he says that basically it's like my mind is a car, he says, but I'm not yeah. driving. I'm in the passenger seat. I mean, what an incredible way to describe the mental turmoil somebody can be experiencing uh, Jared. I, I just feel like you've really nailed it there in that one line oh thank you really appreciate that now I can't take all the credit for that now I did a bit of research uh, in regards to this and like the word like that analogy did pop up for me uh, sort of uh, in my research that people describe sort of uh, depression and sort of like you know those uh, feelings of being lost like uh, like being in the passenger of a car so uh, what I did with that uh, was like I was uh, in the middle of writing a book of short stories and uh, so I decided to write one based on that analogy and I was there thinking like, right, so I'm going to sit down here and I'm going to just start writing about someone they're sitting in the car, they're sitting in the passenger seat of the car, they're, they're lost, they're just looking out the window, they, they don't know what to think, it doesn't matter who's driving because they don't want to be driving, they just want to be there and they want to be left alone, they want to try and get to their destination with as little hassle as possible, like, you know, so... Mm. I uh, I wrote that out like and sort of like I was just in the guise of a person sitting in a car like and sort of like, depending on how you would uh, take the short story, uh, you would either just take it as like sort of like uh, okay so somebody sitting in the passenger seat of a car, or you would take it that this person is like sort of like uh, having like sort of like uh, mental health issues and like sort of like they're having a very tough time trying to you know describe like what is going on in their life like you know so. What I did with the short story was I got on to my friend and director, John Redmond, he directed the film, and um, I sent him the short story, and uh, we started developing it into a script. And uh, we just took it from there, it really, really shot off. So between myself and himself, like, uh, sort of we got stuck into it, and uh, yeah, we got it all shot uh, by the end of February, and wow. uh, then just got it edited then over the the next couple of months and uh, we're in the promotional stage of it now so um, yeah So it's really taken on on, 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 on yeah. legs at this stage and you know the, yeah. like like you mentioned there you know even with like this car analogy goes on throughout the throughout the movie and um, yeah. I, I mean like as I mentioned there you, you absolutely nailed it I mean so much so right. that I thought that maybe yourself or John had experienced mental health issues yourself it's so personal and it's so absolutely on the money 
Well, yeah, well, that's it now. So, like, I have suffered from depression myself in the past. Like, you know, sort of, I won't go into that too much now because mm. it's, it's not about me and sort of any interviews I'm doing. Like, it's not about me. It's about about the film, the message, like, sort of, I'm trying to uh, sort of, like, uh, uh, you know, for, like, promote from the film. But, yes, you are 100% correct. Like, it does come from uh, from personal experience as well. That's why I was able to sit down and kind of, like, sort of, like, get into that character of the, the person sitting in the passenger seat, like, you know, because, like, you know, a lot of people do feel like, you know, so, yeah, I was able to get into it and I was able to script it like that, like, sort of from a, from a personal point of view, you know? Yeah, because, and, like, even, you know, as well as that, I mean, like, the, the, the movie, it kind of flits kind of back and forth between the, the scene in the cafe and then the scene in the car with the main kind right. of guy, Tommy, initially, and he's in the, the passenger seat in the front and then he's in the back and he's kind of, you know, then he finds himself in the driver's seat not able to actually, you know, it's almost like he really wants to drive, but he can't drive and it's it's just done so well. How did you shoot that there? Because the, the, the area as well that it's shot in, I mean, talk about gorgeous Irish landscape in there as well. It's absolutely stunning looking. Yeah, absolutely amazing. And uh, like a lot of credit to John for that as well. Like he did all the uh, the cinematography for us as well as directing it. Like, you know, but like uh, most of the, uh, the car scenes are shot in the Sally Gap. Oh, very good. Like, you yes. know, like I'm based down in Wicklow. I'm a trim man originally, but I'm based in Wicklow at the moment. So uh, John's from Dublin. So we met halfway. Oh, and, very good. Uh, we went out to the Sally Gap and it just, it fitted perfectly as well. Like, you know, because we found some areas where there was literally no cars. There was uh, there was mm. nothing except that, that beautiful scenery. So we needed that as well, like to sort of like, you know, sort of like show... The, the the feeling of like sort of like uh, not emptiness but like sort of like just feeling of being lost yeah and no isolation around yeah and yeah of course sorry keyword isolation yeah absolutely so yeah we felt Sally Gap was perfect for that so we actually went out early on a Sunday morning when there would be little traffic I'd like not much Sally uh, like uh, traffic in Sally Gap anyway but like sort of we we said we'd we'd limit sort of like you know sort of uh, any interruptions any, kind of traffic <laughs> at all, any interruptions at all exactly yeah so um. Yeah, we got it all shot, like uh, all those scenes shot in a couple of hours. So, um, And you got yeah, the magic lighting. You got that magic lighting there at that time in the morning as well. It really it really yeah. does shine true. And fair play to you because it's February. You know by the trees that it's still kind of cold and the, and it's wintry looking. I mean, oh, We were frozen, we were. I'd say <laughs> you were. February morning, yeah. I'd say you were suffering for the art, absolutely. Yeah, that, um, that's it. But like, wh- why is it that you feel that still kind of in, in 2022, men in particular don't like opening up about mental health issues? Because even at the start of this the Tommy stops and starts and stops and starts a few times when he's trying to to open up yeah. to try and explain. Well, this is it, and that's like like the, the whole point of the film, like sort of like showing how difficult this conversation can be, but yet the conversation can be had. So that's the whole, like you know, that's the, like the, the the premise of the film. Yes, it is difficult. Yes, it's it's so tough. Like even trying to say to your 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 best best friends that you've mm. known your whole life, saying like, so like I, I, there's something going on here, but I don't know what it is. I can't explain it. So like this film is like showing like a pathway, if you will, to having that conversation. And the the other reason as well is that like I think it's like it's it's an ongoing issue. It's like yeah. it's it's nonstop. This always has to be addressed, and it's, I feel it always needs to be discussed to make sure that people know. Yes, it is. It is okay to have these discussions. It's okay to even try have a think about like chatting to your friends about like sort of if there's something going on like you know that you need to discuss so we felt it was very important for that reason as number one uh, being an ongoing issue an ongoing mm-hmm. topic to be discussed number two like it's it's post-pandemic yes as well like and sort of like I, like I did my research as well in relation to that like and sort of the, the, like and there is like sort of a uh, 
issues of depression that are mm. relating directly to coming out of uh, the pandemic and there's issues of anxiety coming out of, of the pandemic. Some people like sort of like, you know, wouldn't have left their homes, like sort of like they're working from home. Now they're going back into work. Like, you know, there's a lot of anxieties involved, like for. Uh, oh, yeah. People, and like, so much pressure. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Yes, a lot of pressure, like, you know. So, I mean, the film ties in with all that. It does. It addresses the social media issue as well. Like, mm-hmm. the press of feelings relating to social media. Like, you know, I'm sure, like, yeah, yeah you've seen that part. So, but, like, yeah, so. Yeah, he he references Instagram and he he says, I mean, like he's just, like this is why I think this is just so so good because not only do you have this great car analogy, even in the dialogue between the two, they are talking exactly like you would imagine a conversation like this would happen, like this stopping and starting. But also he references, you know, oh God, I didn't want to be kind of saying you know anything about what's going on because a I can't describe it, b people might think I'm nuts and lock me up somewhere, and c yeah. everyone else is going on with their lives. I see it all happening on. Instagram he references and it's just it's so so accurate and like I said at the start there this could be something well we hope that it's something that could be discussed in any kind of coffee shop or situation around the country absolutely Um, can we talk a little bit as well about the hugely talented actors you have here uh, Stephen Jess and Michael Woods I mean like you really believe that those guys are lifelong friends tell me about working with them and finding them they were and that's what I was going to talk about next yeah thanks very much for that Sinead yeah they were absolutely Amazing to work with uh, Stephen and Michael. The word or Mihal, sorry, Mihal. He beat me for that. Oh, sorry, uh, Stephen and Mihal. Yeah, the Irish pronunciation. The two guys were absolutely fantastic. So, um, like we set up a GoFundMe page uh, to like sort of like uh, get a few quid in so we could produce this as best we could. One of the important things we felt was that we we needed to pay the actors, like you know, like that was like a hundred percent, like we had to do that. But that also gave us like a, a wider scope and gave us like sort of you know. A bit uh, better options mm. uh, with the actors, like you know, so like uh, who we could cast for the parts. But the hilarious thing is, the first person that sent me in uh, like a, a video clip was Stephen Jess, and like as soon as I seen him, I was like, "Wow, this guy, this guy is Tommy." That's yeah. it. He's the main character. Unbelievable. I went through about forty other people who were like fine actors, like you know, but. Stephen Jess was like the first person we've seen was like he was the one and that was it like and then Michal uh, a couple of days later we were looking through more reels and Michal came up Michal had this great way of balancing a bit of comedy yes. seriousness so he yeah. was like the, the yin to Tommy Yang like the two guys were perfect together so we got them together we sat down uh, we went over the script and this is one of the most important parts now as well Sinead we get we didn't give them carte blanche to do what they wanted with the script. There was there were points you know yes. that needed to be hit with the script. But we said to the guys like, listen, we want this to be as natural as possible. As you said, like you know, it's like to just two guys like they're best friends their whole lives. So we left the script with them. We we made it clear like you know, so like there are points that need to be hit. There yeah. like there are lines that need to be said. But we want you to have this as a natural conversation. So oh, that's boys brilliant. What a great move. Yeah. yeah. A really great move on your part and the director's part because like I say, it just comes across so naturally. You could really believe that these guys were were, were childhood friends kind of trying to open up to each other. What do you hope people, particularly men, take away from the film, Jared? In particular, I suppose the the, the main thing for me that I would like people to take away from it, uh, for for males of course, is like uh, it's targeted at a male audience, 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s. You know, um, the the main thing to take away from the film is to like see 
Like so there, there may be difficulties. We're all having them at times in our lives. But it's so important to try and have that conversation with someone you know, someone you love, someone you trust, just to have that chat or to even like sort of like have a think about having that chat, like, yeah. you know, because it's just it's just so important. Like it's sort of like a, it's the groundwork for, for like the help that we all need, talking to our friends and having that open, honest conversation. That's that's why we had the two guys like that, like, you know, why we had um, Stephen and Miha, the, the characters, Tommy and Deck, we had them like having the crack, two typical Irish mm. fellas, having like that, like, you know, sort of like laid back guys, one of them's having the issue, but they, they eventually... They reach yeah, common ground. Exactly. Yeah. They reach they, common ground. They, they reach really common do. ground. That's it. That's yeah. it. Like, you know, so that is, I suppose, the most important message to oh, it's, it's, have a think about having that conversation. Yes. Even as you say, to have a think about it, because sometimes the conversation itself can be the daunting thing, but let's it, let yeah. it marinate in your head even yeah. is, is so important. Um, yeah. you're, you're going to screen the film in Trim next month. Uh, that's going to be on the 27th of July in James Griffin Pub in Trim at 8pm and also you're, you're, you're going to screen it as well in the cafe that the, the film is shot in in Bolton Glass right. uh, as well at a later oh, stage. Cafe, yeah. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, I wish you the best of luck with this Jared. As I mentioned there, powerful movie only 10 minutes long, communicating so much. I really think a lot of people should see it and I, I congratulate you yourself and everybody involved in this Thank you so much for that Sinead and thank you so much for having me on the show really appreciate it No problem our pleasure absolute pleasure Jared Gormley there the movie's called The Passenger as I mentioned you can see it in Trim 27th of July in James Griffin Pub in Trim at 8pm LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows Senator Windows products will help you create a secure comfortable energy efficient home you're proud of call 0818 7744 on this day in 1613 Shakespeare's Globe Theatre in London in England burns down during a performance of Henry VIII the fire was apparently started by a misdirected cannon shot that set its thatched roof ablaze and today is camera day the origin of camera day is unknown but it is used as a reminder for us to remember the existence of the camera and its many benefits so take pictures of the world around you or photo of a loved one to treasure so today camera day LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Creating the perfect home is a journey. Let us guide you. Visit our Drogheda and Dundalk showrooms. Discover more at senatorwindows.ie. I mean, it's, it's mad that we have a camera day now when we've like cameras in our phones. We're constantly snapping when it's selfies or bits and pieces about our lives. But there you go. Camera day. Now, coming up in the second hour, I'm going to be chatting to Billy McGuinness from Aslan. You know their amazing single, This Is. They are re-releasing this so that song was written in the 80s originally and now they're re-releasing it in collaboration with people from Ukraine Uh, they have a gorgeous uh, version of this now and and also tonight a documentary um, is going to be airing on Virgin Media about this collaboration with the people of Ukraine so we're going to be chatting to Billy in the second hour of the the programme and also don't forget listen out for your uh, Gru Q for our Omniplex tickets as well that's all coming your way 11 to 1 Here online on your smart speaker, this is LMFM. That was the Jonas Brothers. What a man got to do. Sinead Brazel here with you till one. And I am very excited because we have a very special event happening on Saturday. 
Yes, myself and Niall, we're going to be taking over a cinema. Not just any cinema. Omniplex Cinemas for an exclusive screening of Minions, The Rise of Gru. And this is all to celebrate Omniplex Deluxe Venue, Drogheda's second birthday. Uh, that's happening on Saturday, July 2nd. So Omniplex is a four-screen cinema featuring laser projection, Dolby digital sound, surround sound and fully electric reclining seats in every screen for a cinema experience like no other. Now Minions, The Rise of Gru, it is opening on Friday but we want you to come along to our special screening on Saturday morning July 2nd at 11am in Omniplex Deluxe Venue in Drogheda so uh, essentially a ticket will give you entry to four people so we want the whole family to come along we want you to enjoy popcorn and a drink and the whole shebang so how do you get your hands on the tickets well you have to listen out for our Gru cue so Gru from the movie he has a very distinctive voice when I play the little Gru clip Later on, as soon as you hear that clip, I want you to message in with your details. 86 658 Don't forget to put the word Gru or Minions or something like that on it so I know what it is. And your own name to 86 658 I'll be playing that Gru cue very, very shortly. Okay, so listen out from WhatsApp and text me the word Gru. Follow by your own details to 86 658 Don't forget to check out Omniplex.ie for all of the details there on Showtimes and all the rest of it. Uh, it's not just Minions. They've got lots of movies on show there uh, and that's all happening July 2nd. So Gru Q coming your way very, very shortly. First, it's time to check in with the world of celebrity. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Hi, I'm Louise. The winner of last year's Great British Sewing Bee says she was absolutely drained by the last day of filming. The final of this year's competition will air on BBC One later. Serena Baker, who's releasing a book about sewing after becoming the youngest ever winner of the show last year, says she remembers the end of her series being very emotional. You just had to dig really deep and just like keep going, like one final push to make the last garment as good as you can. And then obviously when they announced my name, it was all worth it. In the end and it was just like a lot of relief and a lot of happiness that went along with it. Love Island star Dami has been ranked the most talked about male islander on the show. A new poll has looked at thousands of tweets around the UK. The Dubliner is the most talked about male contestant on the show while Ekin Sue remains the most talked about contestant overall. Maya Rudolph and Michaela J. Rodriguez star in new series Loot, which is streaming now on Apple TV. It's a comedy that follows a billionaire who goes on a journey of self-discovery after her husband betrays her. Michaela J. recently became the first transgender woman to win a Golden Globe, and she tells us who helped guide her when she was starting out acting. A woman named Freddie Walker Brown, and she got me together with her words, and I will never forget them. Mm -hmm. And I'm thankful to her. She helped me out, and uh, if we could talk about modern, there's a person that I'm sitting right next to. Her name is Maya Rudolph, and I learned a lot from her on the show. That's the buzz. I'm Louise. The buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Yes, more gossip on the LMFM app and later on on LMFM as well. Now, a brand new documentary airing on Virgin Media tonight is uh, following Irish rockers Aslan as they work alongside the Red Cross to release a charity single for the Ukraine. Now, the charity single is a re-recording of their hit from the 80s called This Is and they recorded this with members of the Ukrainian community in Ireland. It's a powerful, powerful song. We're going to be chatting to Billy about that very, very shortly. But first, here's the original so this is the original This Is by Aslan 
Oh, it's such an iconic song and now it's taken on a new meaning as the band collaborate with the community from Ukraine to record a new version of this song, a charity single, and it's all going to the Red Cross. I'm going to be chatting to Billy McGuinness from Aslan just after these. 11 to 1. A brand new documentary airing on Virgin Media One tonight is set to follow Irish rockers Aslan as they work alongside the Red Cross to release a charity single for the Ukraine. So they've brought together members of the Ukrainian community in Ireland. They've recorded a charity single, a version of their 1986 hit This Is, with all proceeds going to the war-torn country. And this one-hour documentary will also tell stories of the newly arrived Ukrainian immigrants to Ireland. And I'm delighted to be joined on the line now by Aslan guitarist Billy Mc. Guinness, how you doing, Billy? Uh, hello from sunny Betty's town, <laughs> and thank you so much for having me on the show. Oh, it's great to have you on the programme. Now, you know, you guys wrote this song back in the 80s. It was, you know, a big hit then, remains one of the greatest hits, but now it has a whole new meaning. I mean, little did you know that back at the early stages of writing, how much of an impact this song would have. Absolutely. Do you know what? It's unreal. And, you know, a lot of people think that Crazy World, they would associate Crazy World with Aslan. Mm. But I think this is, is a far better song. And is it amazing? Here we are, 34 years after it was first released. And it was released this morning and it's straight in on the official iTunes chart at number one. Oh, congratulations. So, that's, that's massive. It's great for the Red Cross. As I said, you said the documentary goes out tonight. And how the documentary came about was... We actually performed This Is on the Late Late Show. It was, a, it was a Late Late Show that was dedicated to the Ukrainians. I remember, yeah. And they opened up with all these images of the atrocities that were going on in, in Ukraine. But the, the song they used was This Is. And everyone was saying to us it was very emotional and very powerful the way the lyrics of the song matched the actual the visuals. Mm. So we approached the Red Cross after that and we said, look... Would you be interested in forming a choir of the refugees? Put the feelers out. Now, these people, they've had their houses blown up. They've had to leave family members behind. Some family members have been killed over there. We were thinking, look, the last thing they'll want to do is actually get up and sing with it with a Dublin band, you know? Mm. And so we put the feelers out. The Red Cross put the feelers out to the Ukrainian centre, which is at the back of Vicar Street. And then they also went out to the City West Hotel. And lo and behold, they got about 30 to 40 people that were up for doing this. Wow. I didn't think they'd get anyone up yeah. for it because a lot of them are still shocked. They're in of shock. Course. And they don't, you know, the actual, they don't want to be here. You know, mm. they want to go home. All That's where their families are. And that comes across in the documentary, you know. And I know, I'm aware that there's over, we, the band Aslan are very aware that there's over 10,000 Irish homeless people as well here, you know, and, and we've done, like last year we did a, a gig for Focus Ireland yes. for the Irish homeless. But it's just, if you think back on Irish history, when, when Ireland was emigrating, the Irish were emigrating everywhere, I think it would be wrong to be, to be refusing the Ukrainians at the moment. And I think it will stand for us in the long term when the war is over. But, you know, if we can do our little bit to help them, and that's what we're doing, we're releasing this is, as I said, it's out, it's out today. It, it's like Kate Bush's song, uh, yes. Up the Hill. I was just going to say, amazing. Yeah. You know, you used to get to number one. And here's an interesting fact. Aslan have never had a number one single. What? Never. We've had number one albums, but Crazy Wars and This Is never got to number one oh in my the official gosh. charts. So we're going to be watching the official charts now next week to see, will This Is be our first number one? Not that 
We we released it for that. We not released a, not it for the pawns t- for the Red Cross. Of course, that would be a nice little bonus if that was that. Listen, it would, and it, and you see, once you get to number one as well, it means more funding. It means more focus as well on Red Cross and why you're doing this. Now, one of the things that you mentioned there about meeting the Ukrainian people is, you know, that this idea of will they come and sing? And I want I want to tell you about something that happened with me, and I was just astonished by this. I hosted a charity gig here in the TLT for UNICEF and for the people of Ukraine, and there was a lot of Ukrainian people in the audience and we got a chance to speak afterwards and I was struck not only by their courage but how they've kind of picked themselves up and adapted to life here and there was one amazing lady who came all the way from Ukraine I think she was only there maybe oh about a week or so she was only in the country and she's an amazing singer and she got up and performed in her own uh, native tongue on the stage and absolutely was just incredible so it just goes to show you the strength these people have Yeah we found that as well like you have to understand that this choir that we formed which you'll see in the documentary they didn't know each other they don't know each other they've never sang together some of them have never sang and and just to to pull it all together in two weeks we had two weeks to do it and I have to say fair play to Harry Crosby who gave us Vicar Street for all the rehearsals so we were able to the Ukrainian centre is at the back of Vicar Street so it was great that they didn't have far to travel they could just walk in next door into the venue and that's where we done the bones of the work and then we went out to Jellistown Studios in Rathout and Stuart Gray out there he obviously gave us the studio for free and everything so a big thank, thank you to him but yeah it, it came together wait till you see it tonight some of the stories are very harrowing mm. like, and, and they, will put, they will have you in tears well I was in bits watching the trailer like, for this you know, I really was like mm. there was a young, a young brother and sister 19 and 16 and the, the parents, one is the dad is a soldier and the mother is a nurse. And when the war started, they just drove them to the border. They were 16 hours at the border. They just said, get out of Ukraine. They had to stay, obviously. Their parents had to stay. The, the men over 18 are not allowed to leave. So they have to fight. But that really hit home with me because I have two boys. Mm. Jake is 22, walks across. And I have uh, Liam, who walks in Divine, in Drogheda. They're 19 and 22. And it's gas when I come home and let's say the Wi-Fi goes down and they're whinging about the Wi-Fi going down. Yeah. I'm saying to them, hang on a minute, you have it so handy because I've just been talking to a 19 and a 16-year-old and, and like what they've gone through, their parents are, are in Ukraine. They didn't want to come to Ireland. They don't know Ireland. They don't know anyone here. And they're only kids. Yeah. And that really hit home with me, you know, it was... It was, it was you know, it was it was uh, it was harrowing. It was, that's that's the only way to describe it. But look, it's out now. The documentary's going to be aired tonight. We're on the six o'clock show talking about the documentary, and then the documentary will be shown at nine o'clock. And you mentioned the TLT there. Yeah, it's been a long, long time since Aslan played in Drogheda. Obviously, actually, before the pandemic hit. The 8th of October, we are in the tea house. Oh, fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) And you know, I was chatting to to, uh, Christy not that long ago when you were starting off the Irish tour and it's been been a busy year and thanks be to God, the calendar is filling up with gigs, Billy. It is, absolutely. And we are on the 40th year, like our big gig, like we're looking forward to all the gigs. We're everywhere around Ireland. But for the first time now, we've played it when it was the Point Depot. Yes. But we've never played it as a tree arena. And on the 17th of September, we're doing the tree arena for the amazing. first time. And that's going to be an amazing celebration of 40 years of Aslan. And if we get the guests that we're hoping to get that will turn up on the night, it's going to be a night that will 
it would stick. You'll never forget it. It'll oh. be an amazing night. Well, all your gigs are a night not to be forgotten. That is for sure, <laughs> Bailey. Listen, I wish you the best of luck with this. I, I th- well, we'll be playing it here. You have no fear of that. Thank and you. Thank, thank you so, you. so much for joining me today. You'd have a great support in Drogheda. You know, I live in Betty's Town and it's great that we're getting from local people, you know. Oh no, it's 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 wonderful to see. It really is. Uh, thanks a million, Billy McGuinness there from Aslan. That documentary, it's on tonight at nine o'clock on Virgin Media One. That's where you can get it. Okay, it's called This Is for Ukraine, and then obviously this is, and then for Ukraine goes on sale on iTunes. That went on sale this morning, as uh, Billy mentioned there, and it's number one, which is incredible. I'm going to give you a little preview of this version of it. I know I played the old version, but it's an excuse to play this one now so this is for Ukraine this is a little preview for you here now Oh, you can hear the gorgeous uh, Ukrainian voices there in the background. It is absolutely magic. It really is. That documentary, This Is For Ukraine, on tonight, Virgin Media 1, 9pm. 11 to 1. What did we do? Well, we stole the Times Square Jumbo Club. Yeah, you all like watching football on that, huh? There he is. It's your Gru Q. If you want to go along to the Omniplex cinemas, they're all flying in. All you have to do is WhatsApp or text me the word Gru, followed by your own details. 86 658 I would love to love you like you do me. There's the cores. Love to love you on LMFM's 11 to 1. Keeping in the film vibes that we have going on in the programme today, there has been something amazing released in the last couple of days. It's something since probably, you know, 10-year-old Sinead has been dreaming of. And uh, I'm going to tell you all about it. It's a teaser trailer for a very important movie. I'll tell you about it a little bit later on. But it's very exciting and it's been all over the internet as well. But first, it's time for this... LMFM Job Search with thanks to LMFM Online. Check out the latest Northeast news, sport and entertainment on lmfm.ie. Downey Furniture Design requires a cabinet making slash general operative with two years experience. Please email downeyfurnituredesign at gmail.com. Loud Fades, the gentleman's barber shop have full and part-time positions available for fully qualified barbers. Apply to loudfades at gmail.com. So that's L-O-U-D-F-A-D-E-S at gmail.com. Bakehouse Cafe at the Home Bakery requires a day chef in the Dundalk area. Please apply to jobs at thehomebakery.ie if you're interested in that position. Don't forget all of the details of those jobs can be found in our local job section on lmfm.ie. LMFM Job Search 
Coldplay and Fix You on LMFM's 11 to 1. I absolutely love that one. They're going to take a quick break, break. And after that, the teaser trailer for the movie we've been all waiting for for years and years and years. The Sanderson sisters are back. 11 to 1. Yes, the Sanderson sisters are back and I'm very, very excited. Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, Kathy Najami have reunited as Winifred, Sarah and Mary Sanderson. It's the sequel to everyone's favourite Halloween movie. It's uh, Hocus Pocus 2. Now, unfortunately, this is skipping cinemas, which I'm a little bit like, oh, come on now. But it's going straight to Disney Plus and it really, it looks absolutely brilliant. It looks like the last 30 years or so have been very, very kind to the three main stars as well. So it's set 29 years after the events of the 1993 release and uh, the sequel film is set in the present day and sees the dreaded black flame candle once again. Of course it's going to be lit on All Hallows Eve and uh, this is a little teaser trailer for you from Hocus Pocus 2. Hey, happy birthday. Thanks. So what are you guys doing tonight? Birthday ritual, scary movie marathon, same as every year. You know, legend has it, it's on the 16th birthday that a witch gets her powers. Another year begins anew. Maiden, mother, and crone too. We call on thee with one request. Help our intentions manifest. I can't wait. It's going to be happening on September 30th. Do you know what? We're going to have to do a watch along or something when that happens because uh, very, very exciting. And I know an awful lot of people were looking forward to that, but it is coming back. It's a sequel. It's uh, hitting Disney Plus on September 30th. There's Niall Horan on the loose on LMFM's 11 to 1 that is almost a lot on the show for today but I can say that Lisa Collier you're in, you're in Terman Feckin and also Louise Rogers you're in RD you're getting our family tickets to the Omniplex Cinema on Saturday July 2nd for the Minions movie The Rise of Gru congratulations to you don't worry I've got more tickets to give away on tomorrow's show so we'll give you the, the Gru queue again on tomorrow's show that is a lot on the show for today Thank you so much for your contribution as always. I'll leave you with Kenny Loggins. Have a great day. Chat to you tomorrow. 11 to 1 with Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kings Court. Visit our showrooms or check out our new website gilmores.ie to see the amazing 222 range of Mercedes-Benz cars or our huge selection of used Mercedes-Benz vehicles. Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kings Court. The best in motoring here for you. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.